This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. A Game Warden's children's book, titled A Cowboy in the Woods, is a story of Bobby, a boy who spends the whole summer observing wildlife, writing notes in his notebook, fishing with his dad, and keeping track of all the animals in his neighborhood, while trying to solve a neighborhood mystery, what he discovers is more than just an appreciation for the natural world. The idea for this book came from Wayne Saunders' own childhood experiences, growing up and exploring the woods and streams and lakes and ponds of his native New Hampshire. The love of nature instilled in his childhood led him to a career as a conservation officer. Wayne Saunders is a retired lieutenant conservation officer from the New Hampshire Fishing Game Department. Lindsay Webb is a naturalist, wildlife biologist, and environmental educator. Together, they collaborated with wildlife artist Ashley Mares to produce The Cowboy in the Woods, the story of a boy whose love of nature leads him in unexpected directions. Available at wardenswatch.com and Amazon. Warden's Watch Podcast is now on Patreon, combining the Thin Green Line Podcast and the Warden's Watch Podcast on Patreon to bring member-exclusive extra content both video, audio, and with product deals as well. Become a member to support our podcast and get something extra. Search Warden's Watch Podcast on Patreon. We love our children. We protect them. We guide them. We prepare them for life in the world. With all that we do, from deep in our hearts, we cannot control all things. Life-threatening illnesses and disabilities affect far too many of our children each year. While we cannot change the circumstance, we can make dreams come true. Dreams to provide hope, to provide spiritual healing and strength, to provide moments of happiness and relief in the hardest of times. We can give a glimmer of light and hope in a time of darkness and despair. Join huntofalifetime.org to help make dreams come true, to provide hope for children with life-threatening illnesses and disabilities. Hunt of a Lifetime is a nonprofit organization fulfilling dreams for hunting and fishing trips to youth 21 and under with life-threatening illnesses and disabilities. Visit huntofalifetime.org to learn how you can make a difference. 
please join me, Game Warden Wayne Saunders, and other Game Wardens on our adventures protecting wildlife, saving lives, and having fun, all while serving the public and the natural resources of our planet. Listen to the tales and experience of those who work in the outdoors while being entertained with stories about encounters with poachers, wildlife investigation, murder investigation, near-death experiences, search and rescue missions, wildlife interactions from game wardens around the country and around the world. When I retired, I realized I couldn't let go of that legacy, but rather wanted to share the passion, the commitment, and the stories of those men and women that call themselves game wardens. This is Game Warden, Wayne Saunders, and this is Warden's Watch. Please join me, Game Warden Wayne Saunders, and other Game Wardens on our adventures protecting wildlife, saving lives, and having fun, all while serving the public and the natural resources of our planet. Listen to the tales and experience of those who work in the outdoors while being entertained with stories about encounters with poachers, wildlife investigation, murder investigation, near-death experiences, search and rescue missions, wildlife interactions from game wardens around the country and around the world. When I retired, I realized I couldn't let go of that legacy, but rather wanted to share the passion, the commitment, and the stories of those men and women that call themselves Game Wardens. This is Game Warden, Wayne Saunders, and this is Warden's Watch. Well, Wayne, on today's episode of Warden's Watch Podcast, we've got kind of a special one, man. We're sitting here actually together face-to-face for the first time in a couple, three years uh, since Oklahoma, and uh, we are sitting in Tennessee, in Nashville, with Warden Josh Landrum, who not only is the warden for the Nashville area, but also coordinated this whole madness of the NOEA conference <laughs> that Tennessee is so graciously hosted. And we've got Josh with us today, man, and uh, yeah, great for great to have you on. Thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me. I love doing stuff like this. This is this is uh, stuff I do, and you know, I, I enjoy getting out and talking to folks about you know what. What we do is yeah. as far as uh, our association and, and these conferences. These conferences are awesome. So definitely thank you all for, for having me this morning. Absolutely, man. It's an honor. And, you know, we got to talk about all this NOEA conference business because there's so much that goes into it to bring game wardens from all over America, all over Canada. This is basically our shot show for game wardens. I mean, this yeah. is as big as it gets. Yeah. And and you're still a district warden in Nashville, a very hopping mm. part. You got rural, you got urban, all these enforcement issues. But let's talk about what it takes to coordinate this event and you've been president yeah. and you're kind of handing handing the torch over um what this event's been like to put together and then we're going to go in the wayback machine and, and talk about you as a game warden brother yeah sounds good man sounds good so yeah it's definitely been a big undertaking for me <laughs> and for our association and all the guys that you know have helped me put this on and uh, put it together so it takes a lot of a lot of help and i had a lot of good help yeah, and I had the I had the honor of meeting you in Oklahoma back in 2019, and that was my first NOEA conference. I had just retired, been four months out of retirement, and uh, had a great time, obviously, being together in this level. Never done that before. And you hit me up to come to this one yeah. and, and do some speaking and work with you guys and get to know the great state of Tennessee a little bit better. And uh, then the world flipped upside down with the pandemic. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah, it just kept getting pushed farther and farther back because of COVID. 
Yeah. Well, I was super, super stoked to see that every year we'd have that conversation. Like, you still interested? Are we, uh, Josh, are we still doing this or yeah. <laughs> no, we the conference is even going to happen, but here we are three years later running strong. And, uh, and next year it's going to be in Utah, right? Yep. Yes, sir. Yeah. Next year it'll be in Utah. Don't have the exact dates yet, but, uh, um, yeah, it'll be in Utah next year. And I, I plan to be there. So I've, I've gone to these conferences uh, myself since 2015. So awesome, and I plan to keep going because I do enjoy it. It's great camaraderie, great training, yeah. and just a good time to hang out with officers from all across North America. Yeah, it really is awesome because when we say we're the thin green line, we're not exaggerating. I mean, we are so spread out, and to get a whole nation together and see hundreds and hundreds of game wardens, man, is a real treat. Like I said, Oklahoma was my first one, and as long as you know we keep doing these, we're coming. And, and Wayne, now we get to get face-to-face at this event and do some great podcasts with you guys. It's one thing to do it remotely, which we can do with technology, but it's just not as personal and not as fun than sitting here face-to-face with you guys and, and, uh, and breaking it down. So. Yeah. Excuse my voice because you've had such a great conference that I can't I can't talk anymore. But Josh, uh, hey, I'm getting I'm getting right there with you. T- t- tell the guy that isn't here, the game warden that's listened to this podcast and his crew, sir. Tell him why he should land here. You know, okay. tell him about the training you got because it's some of this is really cutting edge, really important, really recent, and you know, really relevant. And I want every game warden to know why he should be in Utah next year, so we can double the participation. Yeah, the, the whole goal of uh, NAWIA at this conference is to put on excellent trainings. And I, I, that's what, you know, was a, not a challenge because, you know, you got folks like uh, John here that does an excellent, mm. excellent training. And so, uh, you know, reaching out to people that have different types of technology that we're using now in the field. You know, this morning, for instance, we have uh, some of our guys from TWA, some of our investigators, our boating investigators and some wildlife investigators that are going to be talking about our remote operated vehicles that we use for, uh, you know, search operations, boating accidents, um, finding, you know, missing people in the water. Mm. So they'll be talking about that later on this afternoon. Another one of our investigators is going to be putting on a training uh, just talking about we got a Faro uh, 3D scanner that scans crime scenes. They're nice. used in the law enforcement world every day, mm-hmm. you know, to scan any type of scene. We've used them on boating accidents, scanning boats. Uh, we've used them on hunting accidents. So we've used them on multiple hunting f- accident fatalities. And it's just it's an excellent piece of equipment. And so it's trainings like that. If a game warden comes to this conference that's what they're going to get and we give certificates to them uh, certified certificates saying that they you know went through the court went through the training so they can take that back to their state or providence and get training credit for it from nice. their, from their uh, folks so mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's a big plus of this conference and that's the training portion you know this is we try hard to make this a family oriented conference also so a lot, sure. of people, a lot of people bring their families my, my son's had a great time here great time <laughs> met, met a lot of game warden kids and i think that's uh you know important they're all yeah. experience the same life yeah, yeah. so and oh. yeah i mean we can talk more about the family oriented portion too but yeah we got a kid's room so if you do bring your family, well stocked. yeah, and we have some excellent folks uh, that run the kids' room. Yeah, and I'm glad you talked about John's training because John brings something so different to the game warden world that the first time I heard him, he changed my whole perception of 
what we should be doing and why we should be doing it yeah. because he that you know california took a whole different track and i always thought to myself well, what what does game wardens do with marijuana what are they doing what, out there yeah. what are they doing out there <laughs> yeah. and after listening to john's training and giving you the tools because that's going to happen in our states too maybe not on the scale as california but he's giving you the tools in the woods so you're going to be better in the woods and understanding what's going on and it may save your life if they've set traps or things like that and the use of their canines differently than anybody else so john's training is important to all law all law enforcement i think and as well as game wardens so uh, you, you switch your mind from this traditional thing so you know if, if anybody you know wants john's training certainly reach out to him because i think every state should have john there and yeah. talking about this and what a great opportunity for all these people in north america yeah. to come together and listen to training like his and today you have a uh, what Dave Brady is going to be speaking today about his boating incident too? Yes, sir. Yep, uh, David Brady, Officer David Brady from uh, Florida uh, Wildlife Commission. Uh, he was involved in a in a shooting. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he got shot uh, on a boat on a boat patrol down yes. in Panama City. Yes, and he's going to talk about his survival story. I mean, cause yeah, excellent. He, it could have very easily turned into a fatality, an officer mm-hmm. involved shooting fatality. Yeah, and uh, so he's going to talk about that. And you know, just another thing too. The younger officers that are out there, that's who we really want to try to reach out mm-hmm. to. Yes, this, absolutely. This, this, conference, um, this conference can see an officer, and I mean, I know there's multiple retirees that still come. Yeah. And today we're having a retiree lunch, and they get together every year. I mean, they've mm-hmm. been, this is the 40th annual conference. <laughs> so some of these guys have been yeah, coming for been 30 years. Time. Yeah, that's awesome. And it gives them a chance to, you know, hook and reconnect back up so the younger officer can come here get training and just get dialed in and hooked in into a great great association in uh, noia and uh so i can tell you're proud of it oh yeah yeah, i am yeah well a lot of work i mean the the noia board and all the different states that host this put a lot of work into Mm. making this conference the best yeah possible yeah and you got you guys have have john i mean we we had our night out in nashville was probably the best one of the best times i've had since college i think so i I mean i mean how how do you host a better place in nashville tennessee and and being in a cover rock band myself up in montana to see so many good bands at every single business down broadway and just you know watching technique and vocals and genres and man i just uh it's it's easy to get lost in this and then come very tired to uh our booth the next day Mm -hmm. but on the training front you know um it kind of cuts both ways. The thing that, and Wayne, you hit it on the head, man, is that we're sharing so many different experiences from a global mm. standpoint. You just don't get that anywhere else but Noia because we're we're from everywhere. Yeah. You know, the Canadian guys and what they're getting into and, you know, outside of cannabis and cartels and uh, commercial wildlife and, you know, deep, deep web internet sales. And, man, what's yeah. – and this is one of the best training – groups mm. and classes that i've seen since i've started noia so kudos brother mm-hmm. super diverse been a great one but now we're going to be in utah next year and yep. maybe you can go back to taking a little bit of a breather <laughs> and, do, oh, and, yes. and, and do a district work and being, being a game warden again right yeah that's right yeah but, i go right back to work tomorrow afternoon oh, so geez, we got man so I finish up with this tonight and uh Tomorrow morning, uh, we got a little breakdown time here at the hotel to yeah. get everything packed back up, and then I'm back out on the lake tomorrow working. Dang, man. So I'll, I'll get a break next week, but um, hey, it's part of the job. I love doing it, so um, it's not work to me. I mean, just like you know, all this yeah. in, in the business, this this is enjoyable. 
and you know uh, it's, it's not work to me and i enjoy doing it so cool and on that note uh, we're going to get into what you do here in Nashville and what it's like to be a Tennessee game warden and, you know, okay. the music capital of the world. Oh, yeah. But let's go way back in the Wayback Machine and go to, you know, childhood, how you, your love for conservation. How did this all happen? Did you meet a game warden? Was it, you know, kind of generational in the family? And take us through your story. Yeah, so I, I grew up in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and my dad, we bass fished. My dad bass fished nice. all the time, had a bass boat. So that's where... My love, I love bass fishing. That's, that's my thing is I'm a bass fisherman and which, uh, puts me into what I'm doing now. I'm, I'm a boating officer for our agency. So awesome. I do boating enforcement mainly here, here in the area. But, uh, but yeah, that's kind of where it just got started. Um, uh, you know, bass fishing as a young kid. And, uh, then, um, as I went through high school, I, I stayed really involved fishing with my buddies from school. And then, uh, when I went to college, I majored in wildlife and fisheries management nice. at the University of Tennessee. So that's kind of, you know, that's kind of my path that it, that I went through as far as the background of why I love doing what I love doing. And it's just yeah. continues to develop, you know, from there. So you started really young. I mean, you knew what you were doing. So after college, this was it. Did, did you start here in Nashville or did you move around from a district before you got to this particular area? Or? So, uh, yeah, you, you know how it is. It's hard to get a job as a wildlife officer. Very much so. Yeah. They, a lot of competition. And I, and I knew that going into it. So when I went to UT, um, down here in the Southeast area, there's just not that many openings every year. So, uh, when I graduated UT, I applied to every Southeastern state, uh, wildlife agency. I was willing to go anywhere. Wow. And, uh, and I did. I got hired on in Alabama as a, um, shoot, a conservation enforcement officer down okay. there. So I worked down there for about three and a half years. Yeah. Loved it. Loved my time there. Had a blast working in Alabama as a CEO. And uh, in, I guess that was 2008. And in 2011, had the opportunity to come back up this Come way. home. Yeah. Right on. And so, did you land right here in Nashville when you did come back? Well, I was close. I was okay. close in the area, but uh, I was about three counties to the west in, a, in what what we call region one we have four okay. regions uh we're in region two the middle tennessee district i was in the west tennessee district um but i was right on the line so i was in a county called houston county okay uh, which is where kentucky lake is so i worked kentucky lake and i worked uh, houston county and i did that i was there for about a year uh from about 2011 to 2012 and then i was able to transfer here to davidson county and i've been here since 2012 and i love it and i'm one of the very few officers that has ever wanted to actually transfer yeah. to davidson county cause, <laughs> yeah. because here i mean it, i'm an urban yeah. game warden sure so it's a lot of people that take this these jobs they're not you know urban related you know they yeah. they got they want to go out to those counties and that you know are underdeveloped not underdeveloped but just more um woodsy Woodsy. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. No, yeah, you are a rarefied, the quote unquote <laughs> dream districts, but you are. Yeah. yeah. In, in California, you know, being from the Silicon Valley where mm. most of my career was, we'd get new officers that were fantastic officers, but they're like, I'm not staying here, man. I'm <laughs> going into the bush where I can yeah. afford a home and, yeah. you know, be off the beaten path. And, uh, mm. but there's, but people don't really, I mean, the public doesn't understand that 
what are game wardens doing in urban areas? I don't right. see deer in the streets, and I see these waterways, but I don't think there's fish in it, man, because it's like <laughs> com- commercial boats running. But there's so much more going on from the standpoint of challenge. Yeah. And um, tell us about that. I mean, what yeah. you're a boating officer, but there's yeah. so much going on here. So, Nashville got to be. Yep, Davidson County, and people ask me that all the time. People hunt in Davidson County. <laughs> what? <laughs> and we have some, this county has some of the biggest deer in the state. Wow. But one, because it is an urban area, and there are very, there's some limited places where you can hunt. But, I mean, there's some places you can hunt for sure. We got a lot of ridge tops. Okay. Every ridge top you see when you're driving through Nashville, people are hunting those ridge tops. There's radio towers yeah. up there. People go up to huh? the radio towers. It's all private property, but yeah. um, for the most part, it's private property. But people are, there's a lot of hunting going on in Davidson County. Wow. Great deer population and a awesome turkey population so uh but along with that it being an urban area a lot of people just you know they don't hunt unfortunately sure you know there's a lot of people that are out there that are unfamiliar with you know the outdoors sure so we deal do we do deal with a lot of nuisance calls uh yeah. coyotes coyote population here is unreal yeah. so we get a lot of calls and coyotes uh and a lot of you know injured deer calls it's it's di- it's a different world in in an urban area, but man, I love it. And uh, and like I said, I do. I mainly I transferred into our boating division. I still I do. Every, we all do everything here in Tennessee. Right. Uh, the way our uh, agency is set up, you know, our boating officers, we all our boating officers and our wildlife officers all wear the same uniform. Nice. The only difference is how we code our time <coughs> and what I spend my time on. And so uh, I bounce back and forth. You know, I'll I'll help out the county wildlife officer on those big opening mornings. Uh, you know, and, and then on the during the summertime, they help me out on the lakes. Get so, up on those boats, yeah, yep. yeah. And from the standpoint of boating, I mean, there's a mm-hmm. ton of waterways just in what the limited time I've gotten to know this part of your state. Yep. And what's a typical day? And what are the you know what are the violations you're running across on the angling front? And how many yeah. people are you contacting? Because it it's got to be pretty overwhelming, on, yep. especially on the summer seasons yep. and whatnot, right? Yes, sir. So being right here in Nashville, we have Percy Priest Lake, which is about a 15-minute drive from Broadway in downtown. It's about a 10-minute drive from the airport. And I call it Percy Priest is the Broadway of <laughs> the lakes. True. That is where – so, uh, you know, yeah. Nashville right now is the bachelor and bachelorette capital of the party scene uh and it was um i think i forget what magazine it was in but it was voted the number one place to go for a bachelor bachelorette party and that's what we get we got Mm. a big rental boat industry so a lot of party boats are going out there a lot of partying going on partying so that leads into the alcohol consumption Mm -hmm. on boats so our my main focus on the waterways is boating safety and keeping people safe. So uh, we, our main, my number one goal is to remove impaired operators from the boat. So we make more arrests on Percy Priest Lake than any lake in the state. I'll bet. So every, wow. every year we lead the we lead the state in arrest on Priest, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's just Priest. We got Old Hickory Lake, which is an awesome bass fishing lake. Mm-hmm. A lot of angling going on there, and then of course we got the Kremlin River that goes right through yeah. the middle of downtown, and that's where the fireworks show is every year tons of it we got an indie race we got an indie race that's going to be in it'll be the second annual indie race in nashville oh geez so we'll be out there on the water and <laughs> along with the indie race the day before the indie race they're going to have a jet ski race oh, on man. the water so we'll be out there on a river closure working yeah, the yeah. working the jet ski race so a lot going on here because of the proximity 
uh, or just the location of where we're at. So yeah, you know what I'm, I, I got to ask? We're in Nashville. Country music is huge. So uh, you're out there. You're checking people. You've checked some pretty famous people, haven't you? Fishing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've, I've, yeah. Met a, I've met a few. Yeah. Uh, so Brad Paisley, I think he's a big fisherman. Yep, I've never met Brad out there, but no. I, I do have one. Hayden, Brad, Penn. Brad, get out there. So, <laughs> <laughs> I know he's Josh, been. Brad. I, well, I know he's been out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but if you're familiar with Hayden Penitary, she was on the show Nashville. She's an actress. Yeah, and, uh, she was out on a boat, and I didn't know it was her. I had no clue it was her. Yeah, my. Uh, partner that was with me recognized her but so when you finished the ticket you wrote her name and didn't even (laughs) well we had a pontoon boat waving us down yeah we had a pontoon boat waving us down i go over there and it was broke down and uh, we're sitting there it was just a boat full of her and her friends i had no clue and yeah I was driving. You thought it was a bachelorette party, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I did. And I, I was the boat driver that day, and my uh, partner, he was the contact officer, and he made contact with him as I'm pulling the boat up. And uh, he comes back. He's like, hey, do you know who that is? I'm like, nope, I have no clue. And uh, he's like, that's Hayden Panettiere. So anyways, uh, got to tow. Hey, hey, their boat was completely broke down, so got to get them back to shore and uh, got a couple pictures with people. So yeah, cool. run, run across a lot of uh, a lot of people uh, here in Nashville. Pretty yeah, neat. that's another plus side of the job. Oh yeah, yeah. no, very great. cool. Yeah. yeah. No, so yeah, country music was just you know epic, and you seem to to fit right in it too. When you were introducing people on the stage the other night, so <laughs> you seem to be your your uh, your cause, and you know yeah. uh, that that was epic. And thanks uh, for <clears throat> yeah, I'm hearing my voice again. All due to that night. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, for folks out there, um, you know. I'm not saying you can expect this at every conference, but we did. Uh, we had Daryl Worley. We went mm. to Jason Aldean's rooftop down in Nashville. We had the entire top floor rented out one night. And, yeah, uh, that was amazing. And we were very fortunate to have Daryl Worley there. And, mm. man, he put on an excellent He put on a show. show. Yeah. And, he put on a and show. And after the show, I was backstage talking to him, and he, he told me, he said, this is the best crowd that i've performed in front of in years wow he goes make sure you tell uh, your y'all's folks that he goes i thoroughly enjoyed this this show he, he goes, seemed vested oh yeah, yeah. oh he, yeah. You know? yeah he's very pro law enforcement i mean he's know, such a patriot man yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. he just gets the game warden thing and he's right yeah. and he's and besides being a great musician so that was mm. uh i mean that was an absolute five-star oh, yeah. experience Hit none out of, of the us ballpark. expected so yeah. thank you for that yeah, yeah. That, was that was amazing man no doubt yeah no yeah. doubt after going to the grand old opry the night before and then that i was like i, I got my dose in nashville and i got i did it right you know <laughs> yeah. and it was man it, it went really smooth that was that is one of the hard that was one of the harder uh shoot activities to put together that one. i bet. spent a lot of time mm-hmm. putting that activity together so yeah uh, but but I'm yeah. glad it went great, and everybody loved it. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I guess the people on the second floor didn't know what was going on. They thought it was an earthquake or something. <laughs> yeah. They thought the third floor was going to come down from yeah. what people were <laughs> saying. Starting the rumble, like, man. What is going on up there? Because yeah. it yeah. it is crazy. The floor is jiggling. It's bouncing yeah. up and down, and they're they're thinking, is it going to cave in? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm assuming. I, I thought about that too. I was like, I'm assuming. Uh, been- <laughs> I'm, I'm, in, I'm assuming they go through some really uh, high oh. quality inspections on a regular basis. I, I, yeah. would, I would imagine <laughs> stress testing. Yeah, because right? the floor was shaking. It was <laughs> that's so that's cool, man. <laughs> No, outstanding. Hey, th- thanks for joining us, Sharon in Tennessee, sharing, you know, the conference. Uh, just, uh, yeah, 
had a really good time. And for us, it's, it's really good contacts with, with podcasting to interview the wardens, uh, just to, to get those contact lists for the future and let you guys know what we're doing. We're telling game warden stories. We're telling the, you know, hero stories, if you ask me, because uh, I'm particular. John is too. We, we love our brothers and sisters in this job and that's why we do it. And we got a lot of a great feedback, I will tell you. Um, about this because I had so many, especially after they had one or two drinks, they came up and said, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, and I think, uh, it's so important for us to know that we're doing something right, that we're touching people and that, you know, we're telling their stories for the general public and, you know, that it's there, it's there, you know, yeah. say, Hey, if you, if you're interested in being a game warden, listen to the Warren's watch podcast, the thin green line, you know, everything underneath there. And, and then, you know, they get a taste of it. Big time. Yeah. And Josh, to pony up on what you said before about the younger generation of game wardens and encouraging them to come to know we is uh, the Pennsylvania and New York crew. And there's some young uh, officers here that have been cornering us, uh, you know, all three yeah. days, yeah. motivated, fired up, yeah. you know, listening to the podcast, watching the TV shows. And um, they, they inspire you know, with, with all yeah. the challenges and everybody turning away from law enforcement, some of the divisiveness and, yeah. you know, uh, nasty stuff we've seen the last three years since the pandemic, especially these guys remind us of all of us, you know, yeah. just like they've wanted it. They love it. They're not letting anything, you know, cloud, no noise, cloud what's going on. And they're going to be great officers. There yeah. they are. I mean, that's super inspiring to see here that I've seen the last three and, days. And quite a few of them from Tennessee, too, I will yeah. tell you that. So you've got some great folks. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. So kudos. Yeah. Uh, man, I, again, I encourage younger officers, you know, go to a conference. Once they yeah. go to one of these conferences, <laughs> I talked to a lot of new guys yeah. that had never been to one here today or this week. And most of them told me, man. I gave it a try and I yeah. love it. Go, yep. I'm in. coming back. They're, I'm coming back. They're <laughs> yeah. coming back because it is. I mean, it's just excellent, top-notch uh, training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And we're going to continue on because uh, we're moving it to Utah next year. Yeah. So we're going to talk to them about what they have planned, hopefully, and uh, what's in store. Because change of venue, but another epic place. Oh yeah, yeah. I've for never, sure. I've never <clears throat> been to Utah, and I'm excited. No, I, yeah. I'm excited I'm too. Amazing yeah. state. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. John, John's been, you know, you probably driven through it 150 times. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's one of those mountain diverse states, man. Like like yeah. we're in Montana, it's uh, it's gorgeous, and those guys have you know the same type of challenges we do, and yeah. especially the you know the deep cover stuff on big game and mm. all kinds of nastiness because I got a lot of trophy species down there. Yeah, in the mountain country and uh, some of the best like national us, parks too know, in the country are there. You know, yeah. Zion Canyonlands, yeah, so. four corners down in there. It's yeah. just just amazing. It's going to be a fun conference. Yeah. Over there. yeah, that's that's the other thing I like about Norway. They move this conference around all across the country. I've had the opportunity to go to Vermont. We've had it in Vermont. We've had it in Cheyenne, Wyoming. We've had it in South Saint. R I can't say it right. Sault Saint Marie. Marie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Canada. Yeah. And so we've had it in South Carolina. So man, just just the ability to go different places, mm. uh, get training, you know, get a little work in, yeah. and enjoy the beautiful parts of this their state you know? absolutely and, and i you know our association we drive you know, like we usually rent a 15 passenger van and we get, <laughs> we get to see the country i mean yeah. we, take, we take our time and we get there and yeah. get, get to see some beautiful beautiful parts of the country just just going to these conferences so that's, that's cool. a that's yeah. another plus for, yeah. for me at least. i, I yeah. just want to let you know you are in the middle of the country though just to let you know some of us from the east coast when we drive to utah <laughs> yeah the administration wouldn't be too happy when wardens take like three weeks off <laughs> <laughs> yeah for that long drive. Right. And Josh, so talking about the diversity of where we're going, so we're Utah next year, and then I heard Wisconsin in 24, potentially. 
I believe so. I think that's what I heard last night yeah. at the at the social, okay. and then Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, I know in twenty five. Uh, yes, I know Pennsylvania is on on the list here in the next couple of years. So it's bouncing around, yeah. man. Mm. Yeah, getting all all the corners covered, pretty cool. Yeah. Yep, and each one with its own distinct area, just like you said. So I hear Pennsylvania's looking at like Lake Erie. Yeah. And I just think when I think here Erie, I think walleye fishing. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's and Wisconsin, Wisconsin, you know, Aldo Leopold. They got Aldo Leopold's place there. Yeah. And yeah. That is, I've had the opportunity in college to go visit uh, that, that site where um, where he lived at. And it's, that is an awesome, awesome uh, state also with a yeah. lot of opportunities. Yeah, I was on the Apostle Islands National Lakeshore in Lake Superior in Wisconsin as a park ranger. And I will I will say, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Pretty uh, awesome place to hang out yeah. and get to know uh, a little bit more. So yeah. sweet. Well, awesome, brother. Thanks for being on and sharing time. Thanks for hosting such a great conference. And uh, we're just going to keep the party going to Utah with you, man, next year. Man, I really <laughs> appreciate you child having me. I mean, these podcasts are awesome. They're so popular. And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to uh, get on there. And, and y'all do a great job. And, and, and I love it. So thank y'all for, for having me. You bet. Thank cool. you. Cool. Thanks. Please join me, Game Warden Wayne Saunders, and other Game Wardens on our adventures protecting wildlife, saving lives, and having fun, all while serving the public and the natural resources of our planet. Listen to the tales and experiences of those who work in the outdoors while being entertained with stories about encounters with poachers, wildlife investigation, murder investigation, near-death experiences, search and rescue missions, wildlife interactions from Game Wardens around the country and around the world. When I retired, I realized I couldn't let go of that legacy, but rather wanted to share the passion, the commitment, and the stories of those men and women that call themselves Game Wardens. This is Game Warden, Wayne Saunders, and this is Warden's Watch.